Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everybody. When I begin these records, I'm often a little bit conflicted. I think it would be impersonal, um, a little bit rude, and also unlike me, not to record an intro. Um, so that I'm speaking directly to you, those of you who support, who interact with uh, some of you who even love the big interview. Usually, while writing a column, you can toil over it because whether you're writing a funny line whether you're reporting something you think people won't know, whether you're giving an opinion which you want to hit home, you, you toil over it. You work to make sure that there's some impact. You work to communicate. So the gestation period of beginning to think about it two or three days beforehand, working out an intro, working out what position you're taking, backing it up with phone calls or research, all of that is, is due process. But sitting down on a Sunday or a Monday to, to write it can sometimes be a test. Usually, however, I like to write about things that I found uplifting or I feel that other people should perhaps be paying more attention to and will, will seem inspirational or uplifting to them. Last week, it was the case of Aizy Palathon overcame being rejected by Madrid, being rejected by Villarreal, um, having to support himself as a farm labourer and now being a couple of points off a European position with Rayo Vallecano having beaten Barcelona and Valencia and Athletic and, and Real Madrid. For those of you who have gone to the ESPN FC site to read what I've written this week, you'll understand that I'm building to the point that this was far different, far more difficult. Um, it's dealing with far darker um, forces. It's dealing with a far more difficult subject. And it's one where... You have to measure your anger and you have to measure your your wish to make an impact with care and caution about fairness and accuracy to a still greater extent than normal. Because I bandy around some some very serious allegations, all of which I think are factually based, and when they're my opinion, I declare them as my opinion. But when you're talking about bullying and racism... You know that the attention will be high and the, those who don't see things the way you do will protest. And therefore, you're forever trying to write freely, but also with a voice in your head saying, well, this is what people will say at this point. So it's harder work. And yet I'm pleased to be reading it to you because sometimes in the spoken voice, 
the themes that you want to explain and that you're forced to write because it's a it's a, a website where people read things. Sometimes when it's an audio version, I think the ideas and the ideals become clearer. I think you can all feel free to write back in and say, no, you're wrong. They don't. I don't mind that. But this is a subject about which I felt rising anger. I've often spoken about this subject generically. But in this instance, um, I felt I had to speak out. So I wrote this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real Madrid's brilliant winger, Vinicius Jr., is a young, talented, exciting, successful black Brazilian who, inarguably in my view, is being treated atrociously both by Spanish football and sections of this country's society. Partly, simply, because of the colour of his skin. What's happening is an outright disgrace. Something about which fair, decent, honest people should be both repulsed and catalyzed into protesting. The context is that last season, still aged only 21, he was one half of the best, most important and exhilarating partnership in world football. He and Karim Benzema totaled 100 goals and assists between them as Real Madrid became Spanish and European champions concurrently for only the second time in 64 years. So this kid was part author of an absolutely stellar achievement. This season, in a shaky, injury-prone team, where he's often had to shoulder Benzema's responsibilities 
while the Ballon d'Or holder is out injured, Vinicius has produced 19 goal contributions in 31 appearances, 13 goals and 6 assists, meaning that, in context, he's been outstanding again. This man is doing his job, and he's doing it brilliantly. Vinicius is fighting a rearguard action, while Madrid struggle for consistency and for last season's level of intensity. At 22, and a winger, not a keeper, an organising midfielder or an experienced central defender, and I emphasise these points because it's vital you understand how remarkable his importance has become, he's not only by far Madrid's most used player this season, he's miles ahead of everybody else in minutes played within Los Blancos' squad. Of Real Madrid's 32 matches, he started 31, but played in all of them. The European champions have a guaranteed minimum of 25 matches left this season, but they could play as many as 32 more. Everything being equal, this young man, who's blessed with what Carlo Ancelotti calls a prodigious elite athleticism and robustness, would be used in every one of the Italian manager's starting 11s, potentially meaning a 64-match season for Vinicius. But if those who are bullying, provoking, abusing and attacking him here in Spain have their way, this emerging legend, 8th in last season's Ballon d'Or award, will be injured or suspended for most of them. That's the level of the hunt which has been deployed against Vinicius. Over the last few weeks, determinedly performing at a time when almost everyone else in Ancelotti's squad has struggled for one reason or another, Vinicius has had to suffer seeing his effigy strung up and hanging from a bridge in Madrid, suffer what La Liga have confirmed was racist abuse from fans at several matches this season, suffer an outrageous and unacceptable attempt from Valencia's Gabriel Paulista to kick him in midair, to kick him into space, and suffer more fouls than any player in any of Europe's top five leagues, plus listen to or read incessant nonsense from vacuous idiots who should know better that he, Vinicius, is actually the problem. It's my personal opinion that if all of this were happening to a young, white Spaniard, there would have already been a torrential eruption of shock and horror, plus unanimity about who was in the right and who was in the wrong. I don't have conclusive proof of that, but based on experience and intelligence, it's my honest and unshakable opinion that this is true. Mallorca are far from the only villains in this scenario, but they're a good representation of how Spain and Spanish football are currently failing Vinicius. At the weekend, the winger was fouled 10 more times. Provoked throughout Madrid's 1-0 defeat, both by playing rivals and the home fans, some of which was within the boundaries of what constitutes a hostile atmosphere, and some of which categorically wasn't. And so he was booked because one of his assailants, Pablo Maffeo, conned the poor old referee. In fact, Mr Hernández Hernández, a ref, would have needed eyes in the back and sides of his head, plus another three or four extra assistants to keep track of the chicanery which was going on in an attempt to bruise, bully and provoke the young Brazilian. No Real Madrid player has been fouled once every nine minutes, as Vinicius was at San Mosh, since Isco in 2013. 
10 years have gone by without treatment like this. What's both pathetic and devious about the majority of the Mallorca players' attitude is that they started this emerging vendetta, they've turned it into strategic bullying, and they, without question, are proving George Bernard Shaw's wise advice about wrestling with pigs. The brilliant Irish playwright warned, don't ever wrestle with pigs, you'll both get dirty, but the pigs will love that. It's a message saying that there are certain conflicts which you should not enter into because even if you win, in inverted commas, you will inevitably emerge tarnished. And that's how it worked between Mallorca's Valiant, Maffeo, Raio and Vinicius. The bitterness of this feud took light, sparked into light last March when Madrid won 3-0 on the island. I've written about it for ESPN FC before, but Maffeo's straight-legged studs-showing lunge at Vinicius caught both the winger's legs, right shin, then left knee, and referee Sanchez Martinez ignored it. When Vinicius refused Maffeo's offer to pick him up off the turf, things erupted. Valient and Raio took it in turns to go nose-to-nose with the Brazilian, poking at his chest, telling him to shut his mouth, and Maffeo hauled at Vinicius's shirt and remonstrated with him for having the audacity to not shake hands and for complaining to the referee. After all of this, Vinicius was booked for protesting, meaning that a vicious, deliberate, flying tackle, which should have been given as a straight red and punished with a long ban, went scot-free. From that day to this, those players and others have started a campaign to suggest that Vinicius is the problem. The Brazilian has unquestionably begun to react to the provocation they and other thugs impose on him. He trash talks them. He beseeches referees to protect him and he gesticulates to the heavens in frustration and anger. In the case of Paulista last week, (laughs) you want to see that kick at Vinicius if you haven't already, the Brazilian bounced up off the turf where he'd landed and sprinted to confront his fellow Brazilian, only just restraining himself from landing a punch. But restrain himself he did. Overall, Vinicius, by now, is categorically not blame-free, but he's been pulled into the mire. As Bernard Shaw warned, those who want to paint the Brazilian as the bad guy, the problem, can now do so thanks to their malfeasance and the moronic short attention span of some media and fans. They're using his aggressive response to being attacked as false fuel to claim he's at fault. It's insidious and intolerable gaslighting, pure and simple. For example, Maffeo said the other day, when I was at school, the teacher said I was badly behaved. My mother told me that it couldn't be all the teachers out to get me. You must be doing something wrong. I reckon it's the same with Vinicius. It's not that we're not, it's not that we're all out to get him. It's that there must be something there. Antonio Raio, in the days building up to the match in Mallorca, said, if one day I've got to show my kid a couple of exemplary Madrid players, it'll be Modric or Cruz, but never Vinicius. After Madrid came back from 2-0 down to win 3-2 at Villarreal in the cup last month, Vinicius scoring the first fight-back goal, a myopic, idiotic journalist asked Ancelotti in the post-match press conference, but with Vinicius, there's always some kind of problem. Back then, the Italian answered, what I've seen is that the rivals kicked him a lot of times today, as always. On Sunday afternoon, in Mallorca, Ancelotti said, Today, the referee ignored the repeated fouls. It's supposed to mean a booking if fouls are over and over and over again. 
Everything that's going on is not Vinicius's fault. He only wants to play football, but there's a provocative atmosphere caused by opponents who get stuck into him and foul him. The external focus in this case has to switch. It's time to study what happened to Vinicius today. Those were Ancelotti's words. When Gabriel Palista tried to separate Vinicius's leg from his torso the other night, there was a hugely significant reaction from the winger's Madrid teammates. Previously, they've often left him to fight his own corner, left him to torment his tormentors with the ball as soon as play restarts. Not this time. They, too, all know that things are in the process of getting completely out of hand. Camavinga, Chaumeni, Ceballos, and then the, even the injured Militao went looking for the Valencia defender. It was a clear and menacing all-for-one, one-for-all moment, which was intended to drum out the warning to all their future rivals, if you come for him, we'll come for you. A more moderate message, in line with Ancelotti's, came from Nacho after the defeat in Mallorca. He said, I think that people are creating an atmosphere around Vinicius which does absolutely nobody any favours, least of all him. We all enjoy football. It's time to put all this stupidity to one side. A wise theme, balanced and optimistic. After I'd published this column, ESPN FC had, go to their website, please. It's excellent content there. After we'd published, speaking in Morocco prior to the semi-final of the World Club Cup, Ancelotti very pointedly added the phrase, this is not Vinicius's fault. This is not his problem. He's the victim. This is the problem of Spanish football. Really, really pungent words. What's troubling is that mean-spirited rivals will have noticed that because he's been dragged into this well-constructed and malicious hunt Vinicius then gaslight him campaign, the Brazilian often starts each match ready for four battles against his marker, against the other team, against the ref and against the away fans. Sooner or later, he will be distracted from his main job of work, winning games. Sooner or later, he will let frustration and anger get the better of him and he'll be sent off. And then the circus will increase. Can't Mafeo, Valiant, Raio, Polista and their likes see that it's their actions which helps scumbag racists like those who were calling Vinicius a monkey on Sunday or whoever hung that effigy from the bridge before the Madrid derby last month, the, the behaviour of these thugs on the pitch helps the racists justify their actions. Spanish football has a big, ugly and growing problem with how Vinicius is being treated. It's time for every single person who sees things as they really are to speak out repeatedly until this scintillating talent can go about his work without being persecuted for who he is or the colour of his skin. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.